Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Finger Guns with Tony David James. I am your co-host that took a little bit of a break, James. And I'm joined, as always, with... Big Tasty Tony V. Hell yeah. And... Dave, the destroyer of worlds. <laughs> Still destroying worlds. Fuck yeah. Uh, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks, everyone, for uh, being patient with us as we took a little small vacation. Yes. And by vacation, yes, I mean... Uh, I I took a vacation. You two had a party. Yeah, we had a fiesta. Yeah, we had a. Uh, it was a time. It, it was. was a time. It was. How, yes. So both of you were at TIFF, which is great. Were, I love yes. this. How many days do you end up doing? Uh, I did. We both did. We. Oh no, I did nine. nine I did days. eight. I did eight, eight days and nine. Yes. Nice eight total days. thumb counts. Uh, I watched forty-five, but I only mm. saw twenty-eight and a half in the theater. Oh, you had some pre-screen stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Pre-screening and post-screening. And post-screening. Nice. And the half is um, the um, Almodovar short. Ah, got it. Mm. That's fine. We count those. Yeah, I'm counting it. But... What did you get up to? 35 films. All in theater? Um, yeah, let's say that. Yeah. Um, one talk. Nice. And six short films. Wow, six shorts. Yes. All that only counts as three. <laughs> so, sorry, I did two in conversations as well and the talk. Nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. That's yeah. awesome. I did six. Yeah, I did six for seven. I did, it was technically a block of seven shorts, but I fell asleep during one of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Wow. So that's only fair. Six. That's fair. Only six. That's and rough. one of the ones that I saw uh, ended up winning the best shorts uh, oh. award. Nice. Electra, I think the movie was called. Nice. It was fucked up. Um, as part of, just a point of of, of clarification since it's been a bit, um, shorts. So, yes, I, I know that you said they do the blocks where, like, you sit in a theater and they run the blocks. But yeah. do they also have the, uh, do they bring back the media library, the industry library, where it was like you sat at the computer and, like, had the access to all I the didn't shorts? See, I didn't see the media library this time around. Mm. All right. I have yeah. no idea if they had anything like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember the one year that that you and I were both industry. Like they had that, and I just yeah, like I went down there and just like scrolled through the, the infinite shorts, yeah. list of shorts. I yeah. think since uh, since COVID, they've tried, or since last year, they've been trying to veer away from uh, using compute online at all. Yeah, which is odd because like it, odd. this, and I mean, this was pre-COVID, so like you know, and it was something that they were kind of into, and I liked it because it gave you that flexibility to. If you had time in between screenings, you could just go sit there and watch some That's extra true. short films and kill some time in the in the media library. But all right, it's true. It's true. We saw a film uh, the one time, and I wasn't really. We got there super late, so we missed all the screenings we wanted. Yeah, and uh, so we decided to go see a movie on a whim that Tony Tony picked. Yeah, and I got about five minutes into it, and then slept for the rest of it. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> He was, oh, uh, it was another, uh, another edition of the Capote tapes. Um, <laughs> let's bring you back to the Capote, yeah. the Capote tapes where everybody's favorite movie. Fucking, we got there last minute. We were sitting front row. Oh God. Um, Dave just passes out like five minutes into the movie and starts snoring. I wasn't <laughs> snoring at this one. Was it? No, buddy. You were, was you it were. loud or was it, it was like loud? Little... Why? And I was like, me? and I just literally just had to like shake him. I was like, yo, Dave, like you're snoring, man. Like just like. <laughs> Either wake up or like roll over or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> it was yeah ridiculous. Yeah. 
It was not a good movie. I was, we were pretty upset. <laughs> we were pretty upset with There's, it, but I actually got through most of it. There was only like 12 people in the and there theater. Was only, yeah, it was like a little, it was like a little movie from Cuba. Yeah. Um, it did not deliver on what it, it promised in the synopsis. It's still, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. it was a stinker. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, well, I I'm glad nap. you had a good had nap. A good nap. Dave had a good nap. And, uh, I had yeah. a rock solid nap. Yeah. I was a little bit bury eyed during it too, so I got a couple minutes here and there. It's only because we got there like two and a half hours late. Yeah, that was a rough day. That was a rough fucking day. All right, we can get uh, yeah. This let's, thing get, going. let's get let's get into this. Let's get into. Let's, we have a lot to cover, so let's get into this and uh, see where we go. You ready? Ready, Freddy? Let's fucking do it. So, can I list all our sponsors first? Please. Okay. So, uh, this year's TIFF, uh, TIFF 23. TIFF 23. Uh, the 48th edition. Um, it was sponsored this year by Bulgari, Christie, Popcorn, Blaze Pizza, R's, Gatorade, Bear Paws, Welch's, and COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Why? Uh... Because realistically, I got COVID the first fucking day, and then it kicked in about five days later and kicked my ass. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then I had to wear a mask for the rest of the day. Oh, man. And there was one point when I just skipped a movie just to sleep in the back of Tony's car. Yeah. Wow. Literally, like, we were, oh. What fucking movie was it? It was Pool Man. Wow. So we were, like, in the middle of Pool Man, and Dave's, like, just, like, just, just I was like, yo, can't Dave, deal. You, you good, man? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And then if Pool Man was over, and Pool Man was a garbage ass movie. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. um, and he like comes out. He's like, you know, man, I'm just gonna sell my ticket for whatever I'm going to see. And it was I'm the just... Ava DuVernay movie. Yeah. yeah, and he just sold his ticket, and he went and passed out. I went to go see Sleep, which is a funny, <laughs> <laughs> ironic. <laughs> you like that, Iran? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he just left the back of the car, bounced wow. back, and uh, we went in to kill. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Well, I'm glad first I skipped, of all, I'm glad I skipped Origin <laughs> and not Kill. <laughs> Well, well I'm we'll sorry. Get... I'm sorry that you you got COVID. That's yeah. terrible. What is yeah. that round two for you? Uh, maybe round three. Oh, good God! It wasn't. It wasn't nearly as bad this time. Like yeah. I could function, yeah. and after like the the one day was really bad, and then I had a day off, and yeah. then the next day I I was fine. I was right as right. All right. Well, at least you avoided it somehow. Um, Did you? No, you didn't. <laughs> All right. Cool. 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 Yeah, cool. So cool. Fuck, cool. Cool. Fuck that asshole who didn't wear a mask that day. Yeah. Because yeah. I was masking up anytime somebody, there was one person near me in lay, I, I can't pronounce it properly. So I'm just going to say lay indescribables. Right. <laughs> I thought it was indesirables. No, indescribables. Indes whatever. Desire, maybe indesirable. I don't know. Largely his new film. New film. This woman was beside me and she was just fucking. Ah, ah, ah. Go, and go I was just God. like, cool. All right, I'm just going to put this on now. And right. there was a couple other All times right. I did it. And but whoever gave it to us, fuck that person. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I didn't get it. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't go to TIFF and get COVID. That Honestly, I'm fun. just surprised it's still a real thing. It's still a thing. Yeah, like, it's, it's coming back. It's coming Johnny. back, man. It's coming back. You know what? Like hard. You know what? You should you should you should tweet it uh, at sorry. You should X at Cameron Bailey <laughs> and uh, just be like, "What the fuck, man? See, you should have had a, a fucking digital platform again. Mm. You got COVID at your festival, you Maybe. dick. Anyway, yeah. he's so. a dick for that. 
Um, anyways, he's got enough shit to deal with right now. True. Let it go. True. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, so we're not going to do another three hour TIFF episode. I'm sorry. What the fuck, I, man? No. I, the people don't want it. I would say sure? give the people what they want. They don't want this. Are you sure? They don't. They don't want it. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure everyone I've talked to, though, listen to it, listen to it on two and a half times speed just to zip through it as at a reasonable clip. Well, when Dave is like, in this movie and, uh, you know, his journey as a character and it's just like, you know, like, what is it? NPR? Is that, I, is that, is that, that's yeah, literally what this episode yeah, is. Yeah. That, you think was, I'm Garrison Keeler? Thank that was you. A, that was a, that was a that's Zoom episode honor. that we did. <laughs> yeah it was all virtual and, and i remember i just was literally like, trying to stay awake by the end it honestly, was so bad you could pick it in the episode where your fucking forehead hits the mic oh. <laughs> not only that i could see it in the waveform where i went from talking to dave would start talking or you would start talking it would just be like a stretch on my mic of just <laughs> nothing i would just wait and go cool <laughs> Let's keep going. So we're so not, we're not do doing that. that. No. We're not going to do. Um, that. It's going to be what more if, interactive. Yeah. What I've since I saw a grand whopping total of zero films at TIFF this year. Well done. I feel very proud of myself. It's an well accomplishment. Done. Well done. Um, I want you two to both pitch me your top five. Sure. And then uh, give me a couple honorable mentions. Sure. And sell me on this. Sell me on what you saw. Sell me on what I need to see. Sell me on what our other listeners who probably also saw zero movies at TIFF this year should keep an eye out for i do think that we should have a special section for midnight madness okay and i do i really want to talk about two stinkers too okay i i okay i can't let agree that, with that you let, yes. that, let us have that, that happen so without uh, further ado without mr further tony ado. your top five are we starting from five or are we starting from oh we one? gotta go from five to one yes, five sir. to one okay so number uh, five number five we got dumb money uh, that's about the GameStop uh, oh, stock yes. bullshit. This was like the the uh, the 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 fictional movie about it. Like it wasn't a doc. No, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it was narrative. Um, Paul Dano. <clears throat> Paul Dano, Dano kills right. it. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody, everybody kills it. Um, if you like Big Short, you'll like this one for sure. Excellent. Paul Dano. Can't. I can't. I can. I can go on for hours about Paul Dano. Um. Pete Davidson's really good too. Uh, Nick Offerman for some godly sure. ass reason. Seth Rogen. Sure. Um, this movie is this movie is wild. Um, they so what's her name from Divergent? In it? Yeah, you got Shaylee Woodley in there too. Oh, very, nice. very wholesome oil. Uh, I loved it. Um, there's nothing nothing else uh, money. to go on about it. Dumb money. Yeah. Um, it's the guy who did I Tanya, right? Yes, Craig Gillespie. He, uh, Craig cool. Gillespie, and Craig very Gillespie cool. was actually in the, the in the theater. He did a little introduction for oh, it. Oh, nice. nice! So it was very, uh, it was very nice. He's very Irish. I yeah, want to say, yeah. Like yeah. he's, and he came out with like the 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 standard like Irish cap, the naturally cap, the cap yeah. for sure. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, yeah, I can't, uh, I can't. I can't say anything else. Dumb money it's, number five. It's a good one. I love it. Uh, number four, yep. uh, Hitman. That's the new one from um, Richard Linklater with Glenn Powell. Ooh, very doing cool. his best Matthew McConaughey. Oh. I should Bought say. for twenty million by Netflix. Yes. Okay, so that's biggest, going to Netflix. Biggest sale of the festival. Biggest sale do of the know, festival. Do we know where Dumb Money's going? Uh, Dumb Money. Dumb Money should be in theaters. Already in theaters. There you oh, go. okay. Sick. Yes. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we should definitely do that part as well. Yeah. Yes. Dumb yes. Money is Dumb already in theaters. theaters. Amazing. Hitman. Uh, Hitman. Uh, Bought by Netflix. Bought by Netflix. Basically, it's just the school teacher who moonlights with uh, the police, sure, and then gets roped into um, going undercover as a hitman to sure. um, um, be a hitman. Hit 
arrest arrest people that are trying to yeah, hire him. Yeah, he's not. Him. Okay, he, he, he's he, not a he cop. He plays the part. He plays the part. And he that's plays it. the part, but yeah. then like the perp gets arrested immediately after. It's like a st- it's like a little sting sting operation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So no. Yeah. no okay. So he's so not, not actually a, killing not a exactly. hitman. He's basically just kind of like the uh, the. Wait, is he doing the arresting, or is he just like setting no, it up? He's setting, he's setting it up. He's, setting he's it acting up. as the hitman. God. And it. then he gets in a little too deep. There's a love story. Sure. I'm not going to say more. Um, Dave, who's the who's the female character? In I the am looking for your name. Um, because the chemistry in this movie is absolutely. Her name is Adria Arjona, or Arjona. Okay. Either or. As Tony was saying, the chemistry, like the screen is on, on fire. fire. Amazing. Like fireworks, like, sparks, yeah, yeah, like, like they, they are, light it they are up. fucking great. And Glenn Powell is like, if Glenn Powell wasn't a star before, this is his star making yeah. role. He, fu- he fucking kills it. Like he's on a so whole nother level. It's, it's, we are living in his world in this, uh, in this film for sure. Definitely check this. it out. Good. I'm so glad we got a ticket for it. Oh man. That was the side <laughs> off. That was the Gaza. That was the, week, one, that eh? was the Gaza weekend of this tiff. Oh, was yeah. man. Yeah. Cause I wanted to get a ticket beforehand Yeah, and I couldn't. Yeah. And we, we missed it. And then we had to go see Knox Goes Away, which Michael Keaton's awesome. Movie, not so much. Right. Um, we'll get there. <laughs> and then um, we were going to go see the, sc- we were going to go to the screening in the morning, the press screening in the morning. That's the one we missed. Shit. That's when we got into yeah. and a half hours later. Yeah, and, then, yeah. and then there was one other screening that day. Yeah. And we had to try to pull tickets. And I swear to Jesus, James, thank you to the TIFF volunteers working the box office at yeah. Scotiabank yeah. and the light box because I definitely harassed them way too many times that day. Dang. And I managed to get a ticket and I texted Tony and Tony apparently left mid conversation to go run and get a ticket. Wow. I was literally in a conversation. <laughs> I was literally talking to my friend. Uh, big shout out to Vicky. I'm so sorry that I left that conversation. Uh, we were getting ready for the screening, and literally we were talking, and then, and then I just kind of like just like kind of glanced at my phone and started stopped responding to her. And she's like, "You gotta go, don't you?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll be back." <laughs> I literally darted out, went down, grabbed a ticket, came back just in time for my screening. Nice, so, yeah, very nice. I secured a ticket. It was amazing. Excellent. Well, God, God, you guys God bless did. the, so stuff, the Scotia Bank. Uh, number four is Hitman. Yeah. Excellent. Number three. Number three. Uh, Anna Kendrick's directorial debut, Woman of the Hour. Woman of the Hour. Um, basically, it's about an actress. Uh, she goes on the dating game yep. and uh, she ends up going on a date with a serial killer. Okay. Based on a true story. Based on a true huh. story. Also bought by Netflix for $11 million. Um, this Sorry, was, and as a point of order for Hitman, uh, it was bought by Netflix, and so was this one. Yes. We have no release dates. No release, no release. Okay. Just oh, Netflix has them. Okay. Netflix has Got them. It. I would assume before the before the end of the year. I would before assume the the either year. before the end of the year or like next spring type cool. thing. Yeah. It depends how they want to launch their Oscar bids. Yeah, okay. And yeah. I think it also hinges on the strikes, which. The WGA one might be done tonight. Who knows? We'll While we're recording, this episode. Uh, yeah. recording this episode, who knows? They were given their uh, final offers, uh, like best take, and final offer. Best and final offer, which is always a better offer. Is a joke. Yeah, <laughs> but we will. We shall see. Anyway, um, so it's based on a true story. This is yep. my number one. So nice. that's why I'm jumping in. Yeah. Um, it's based on a true story about a guy about a serial killer who was killing women yeah. left and right. He ended up on the dating game. Okay. And they went on a small date type thing and they were supp- like, they won. Like, yeah. Won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then kind of it bounces between him killing women and her, right. and her story okay. with him. 
and it's really really well done really suspenseful huh. and like there's one scene where the two of them are having dinner dinner or drinks 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 and all the sound goes out and it's just them talking it's just the it's oh, just all their the dialogue it's all the just background's all, gone yeah. yeah all the background's gone yeah and it's just them talking you just hear a and, buzz in the background yeah. and just like it's fucking creep city wow creep wow. city very and, cool and like so, you, sorry so directed by anna kendrick starring anna kendrick directed and starring anna nice. kendrick you would not believe how great she does i mean she's 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 great and the um the actor that played the serial killer his name is rodney in the in the movie yeah. uh daniel zavato yeah he is absolutely chilling like cold shower like under your skin heebie jeebies like it. fucking back of your neck is just yep. the hairs are up yeah the hairs are up he was a yeah. menace so amazing. good it's so amazing. so good yeah it's one to definitely watch we managed to get into the world premiere of that and Amazed. yeah it was terrific and it's a damn it's a goddamn shame that anna kendrick couldn't come up because she, she would have got a standing she would have got sure. a standing yeah. like yeah. it was incredible Dang. Uh, that was Tony's number three. That was number three. Dave's number one. My number Dave's one. Number one. For Dave's number one. Dang. Yeah. Anyway, carry uh, on. This one's definitely on uh, Dave's radar as oh, well. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my number two is Dream Scenario. Dream from, Scenario. Um, the uh, great man that we call Nicolas Cage. Oh, yes. This oh, was one starring of, him. It's starring direct, him. It's directed by Christopher. Chris. Christopher Bor Borgley, who did um, Sick of Myself. Sick of Myself. Mm. Yes. This is one of two Cage films you saw, yes? There's only one. one. Oh, it was one. one. This was the one. one. Okay. This this was the one. And he was there. Yes, excellent. (laughs) He was. Yes, yes, yes. Another level. Another level. Amazing. Um, Basically, long story, uh, long story short, um, Nicolas Cage plays a very boring professor. um, No pathways in life, blah, 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 blah. Uh, all of a sudden start people start seeing him uh, in their dreams and he becomes an overnight sensation and everyone wants to be be around him and everything. They wanted to understand why uh, he's in his dreams. He becomes like a, uh, an Internet meme, basically. Dave. Yeah, he's very much an Internet. Yeah, meme. very much an Internet yeah. meme. And then everything goes sideways. Wow. Yeah, and then shit goes sideways. Wow. And the most Nicolas Cage way possible. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Nicolas Cage lets out. Let's out the demon. Okay. Just he's, he's really putting in his effort here. Like I'm like, I'm 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 calling Oscars and be yeah. like, yo, yeah. you need to start paying attention. He is he is definitely um swinging for the fences in wow. this one. It's another it's another movie, recent movie from Nick Cage or starring Nick Cage, where he proves what a talent he always has been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But most people just wrote just him off as, see, like, yeah. as a joke. Yeah. yeah. Or like and he's been starring in like bullshit for years but like this pig um what's the other one leaving las vegas no that's old mandy, <laughs> won the Oscar. mandy, mandy um, sure yeah the weight the weight of uh unexpected talent yeah like he's a terrific terrific actor and yeah. this is a beautiful showcase for like all his rent his wide range yeah, yeah he yeah. commands the screen he's almost in every scene in the movie and amazing he is cut he is, has has a looks like him too. But yeah it and it's a wild movie awesome you it, can't you can't predict what's gonna happen next man you're you're on a you're on a roller coaster right awesome yeah awesome. and like it's it's satirical but not okay and then it's pitch black yeah it's definitely pitch black and it wow. gets, it 
it gets into like a lot like cancel culture and mm. just like mm. there's one thing I don't want to I don't want to spoil it but it like takes a turn yeah and like it's a wild fucking turn yeah. all right in all the right. uh in the q a because we were graced with his presence at this world premiere um and at the q a he basically said there's been five scripts in his 40-year career where he reads the script and he was like fuck i need to yes. do this yeah one of them was vampire's kiss sure uh leaving las vegas yeah uh pig was one of them Did no it? i don't think pig no was one of no them. um out of the adaptation um there was one other one and then it was this okay i can uh, i'll find the list while you keep yeah talking. um so that's gotta so that's gotta tell you something because like he was nominated for he's known for vampire's kiss yeah um he got the oscar for leaving las vegas yeah he got an oscar nomination if i'm not mistaken for adaptation right yes he did. so um he's got, you can tell he's gunning for something with this yeah. one yeah um but yeah, definitely check that one out. That one is out in November, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. A24 released the trailer for it. So nice. Yes, it comes um, out in mid-November. Yeah. Sick. I will uh I really want to find that list of movies. But Tony, you continue. Um, and then for my number one, I have a film um from India called Kill. Um, yes. Yes. This I've heard. Very about. high octane action movie. Um, yes. The ra- it's basically the raid meets Die Hard on a train. On a train. Uh, very simple premise. Um, a group of bandits, about forty of them, go on a train. Yes. They loot the train. Yes. Uh, it just so happens that two Indian uh, Indian commandos or India commandos uh, were on the train and they uh, try and stop them. And yeah. it's two guys against f- an army of an 40. Army. Yeah. And I, you know, yeah. and you know what, Dave, I'm pretty sure there was more than 40 because like, there was there's like at least lot. like 20 guys jump on the train halfway through the movie. It was a lot. Yeah. And he literally just goes through them. Like think the raid where he just goes up floor by floor. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was kill. I was on the edges of my seat the entire time. I couldn't believe because we were in a press and industry screening. Um, Press with press and industry at TIFF, like you don't really get yep. to hear um reactions and stuff. It's a lot of deadpan, a lot yep. of silence. But oh boy, we were in fucking Scotiabank six or something, six or seven is very tiny. Yeah, theater. we were tiny and, and we were everyone was on their yeah. fucking feet. And you could have yeah, sworn it was yeah. a midnight screening. Wow. People were screaming and like because like it's very like bone crushing, like like shit goes down in yeah. that fucking yeah. movie. Um, and people were screaming, people were reacting. Right. And it was it was a blast. Sick. Yeah. Oh man, it's this, so this one it's so, so much it's about. So I'm so excited. It just, I loved it, every it t- single minute. No, of it's it. not like the raid where it's start where like you get like what like a minute or two minutes of like setting up what he's doing in the background type thing. Yeah, like there's about like 20 20 there's like 20 25 minutes, minutes of where they set up some melodrama which you know it's fine and then it gets real shit gets real real quick and then there's a turn halfway through the movie and then it goes fucking ballistic yeah okay and so like, it like turns and then yeah. it fucking turn it turns Continue. like fucking yeah, yeah. like yeah it's full stop fucking bonkers amazing and i've never been in a press screening where everybody in this in the theater was as fucking into it as they were at kill that's amazing because yeah. it was fucking it was it was it was like a six o'clock show on a wednesday man yeah yeah like yeah. When you, you've ready. been to the press screen yeah. you know yeah. that people just kind of come and go they're seeing it just because they have time yeah 
everybody who was in that theater for kill yeah wanted, wanted to, be to be there yeah and they were fucking into it people were i, I definitely was like oh goodness yeah. a couple yeah. of times because i was like oh that's fucking yeah. violent and yeah this movie like once it cranks up it's just like relentless i think the closest experience i have to that was remember when i saw remember when i was the only one that hated that one fucking movie that year oh um deep but something it was the one that was out on the ocean yeah i know exactly which one it is horizon no No, not deep water horizon i know exactly which one Uh, it was like the irish one sea fever sea Sea fever fever. yeah that's it i was the only one who hated it but like that theater was packed to the brim and people were clamoring to get in there and it was all press it was just like a super weird experience not it obviously was not as wild as that so in terms of like reactions and stuff it was not bad but just in terms of that idea of just being in this really tiny fucking theater that everybody needed to be in there for some reason about this movie that i absolutely hated by the end of it but regardless just that that level of anticipation i get it yeah yeah kill yeah. is fucking aw- we got out of it i was, I was like that was yeah. fucking awesome my heart yeah. was racing for like a good like hour after the movie and that was that was the movie we saw after i took the nap yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so amazing it woke amazing. me the fuck up amazing pausing tony nick cage's five scripts that he read that he thought were perfect and he knew he had to make them leaving las vegas raising arizona raising vampires arizona, vampires right. kiss adaptation dream scenario didn't he get a golden globe for raising arizona he might have so he's definitely so he's definitely the ones that he's definitely picked he's definitely yeah. got award um um what's the fucking word i'm working award recognition for like the ones that he's known for the roles that he's absolutely known for so that's basically basically what i'm saying with dream scenario yeah He's gunning for awards. And even if he doesn't get the awards, who the fuck cares? He's fucking amazing in it. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the top five best for sure. I'm nice. saying it right now. Nice. Um, Sorry. So, so dream scenario coming out in November. Kill. Yeah. Kill. No release date. No, yeah. release, no release date. Yeah. Not bought by anybody. Not that I know. No. Of. no. Okay. No. So nice. So that was it. Your top five? That's my top five. I love this. I love this so very much. We'll get to your honorable mentions after. I want to do the two top fives and then we'll get into some of the other other stuff. So, um, Dave, in your time, hit me with number five. (sighs) Number five was a uh, little film called How to Have Sex. Nice. Did you learn anything? It's not what you think it is. All right. It's not what you think it is. It's a descent into hell. Oh, God. Um, basically, it's three um, teenage, teenagers, young adults. Um, they're English and they go on spring break. Yeah. To some seaside town type thing. Sure. And just like they go with the anticipation that they're going to lose their virginities type thing. Okay. And like. They're smoking, they're drinking. Sure. Like it's just like and the music the music is fucking like it's loud. Yeah. And like yeah. this movie's like sensory fucking overload. Is it like that uh, is it like the party scene in waves? Like in that like for an, an hour onslaught? and a half. Right. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. Like there's very minimal moments where it's just like where they're just sitting. Right. <laughs> or they're like yeah, yeah, waking yeah. up type yeah. thing. And like they're just they're trying to live their lives and then it takes a turn. Right. And it's very uncomfortable. 
Okay. Very uncomfortable. I'll okay. Put it, I'll put it to you this way. Uh, a young a young lady ran out of the theater because she was. I think something on the screen did not agree with her. Wow. Dave, uh, I, I have to ask. Uh, on a scale of one to visceral. How visceral was it? Oh, it's it? pretty fucking visceral. Oh, excellent. excellent. So directed by first-time director Molly Manning Walker, and nice. then the lead actress, her name is Mia McKenna Brew. Yes, right. that's her name. And yeah, she is you on a journey with her. There's like maybe f- there's like maybe five minutes where you don't see her. Right. And those five minutes are fucking intense because everybody's like, well, where the fuck is she? Right. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> like, she doesn't die. She doesn't die. Oh, spoilers. But, spoilers. She doesn't die. Oh, but there's, know, there's, a sol- there's a solid five, ten minutes where she's not there and everybody's yeah. freaking the fuck out. All right. It's just, it's a lot. Nice. Like, think of, like, the depraved shit in Spring Breakers, but not satirical. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> so, do you end up seeing this one? Like, I really wanted to see it. Uh, I'm yeah. probably not going like, to. Uh, I'm it, hoping to see it by the end yeah, of the year. Yeah. It was like 8:45 at night on a Friday night. It Dang. hit me like a stack of fucking Dang. bricks. Dang. I was with my buddy Jerry. Shout outs. Shout outs to Jerry. Shout outs to Jerry. <laughs> and just like we were sitting there, and like afterwards, we just kind of looked at each other, right. and we didn't really know how to react. Shit. All right. And it was one of the few movies. Where I would have loved to have a Q&A. Cool. Just to. Yeah. Just to. Just to hear her process mm. and how she came up with some of the ideas and how she filmed it. Because mm. it's very. It's not improvised, but it's not like it feels very raw. Right. It's, raw. It has that sort of like. Visceral. Yeah. Does it have that sort of like. um that sort of like you're talking improvised like the way that like the the dialogue is delivered like the way that people act in it or it's yeah it's not improvised but like you can tell that it's like very neorealism type right right kind of like you know what like what they were going for with like uncut gems and just the way like things flow and kind of kind of like that yeah Yeah. a little less a little less uh well i'm sure yeah i'm I'm trying to go through 300 rewrites (laughs) but uh yeah it's the intensity and the holy right. shit nice is very much like uncut gems nice uh bought by anybody Coming not out? that i know of but it did win i believe it won what the hell did it win one of the awards from tiff uh no it or won from at can, uh, at can. At right. can. it was a big deal at can big deal at can to have sex. it's canadian too i think no British. It's definitely not Canadian. It is British too. British. Right? Hey, yes, it yeah. uh, won the top prize, uh, the top uh, in uncertain regard, ah, the top prize. Nice. So yeah, this one's definitely cool. You need to see it when it comes out. Very cool. All right. So on the list, number well, four. Number four is the winner of uh, the People's Choice winner for documentary, uh, yeah. Mister Dress Up: The Magic of Make Believe. <gasps> yes, I saw that you watched this. I was very like curious about it. It's it's on my list of things. It's, Tell me, it's going to Prime, I believe, either this week or next. Yes. week. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's coming. So you won't soon. have to wait too long. It's very wholesome. Is it, and just is it very akin to what they did for Mr. Rogers, sort of that level of wholesome? Not the uh, the doc, kinda, not the kind of same level uh, of wholesome, but like different 
the it's different. different. It's, it's different. Different. Yeah. They're different like people. Cam, I know. Yeah. I just the two of them were children. I, I didn't realize this. The two of them were boys, and they called Mister Rogers up to Canada to help make kids show a kids show. Yeah. And fucking Mister Dress Up just stayed behind. Huh. <laughs> yeah like for the longest time he wasn't canadian wow yeah which i did not know i didn't know that either but yeah it just kind of it mixes in all the footage of like the old stuff sure the, like the fucking ancient stuff sure and then like, like the, the how it starts yeah, and, yeah, how yeah, it, yeah. Like, and how and it his progressions and then yeah. how it had to pivot during yeah. um during the 80s right yeah, 70s, 80s. Yeah, 70s, 80s. So they started away calling. The CBC started to get less funding. Uh, and okay. they yeah. had to pivot. So, yeah. yes. so there's a all lot right. of talk about yeah. it's It's also about like CBC. Yeah. And then yeah. like they're also competing with Sesame Street. Uh-huh. And then just like the lasting impact of Mr. Dress For Up. For sure. Like it's not like it's not warts and all like there is definitely like the bit where like his son's kind of like, Oh, you know, he's not just my dad. He's everybody's dad. Type right. Of thing. Right. And like kind of the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that. He doesn't, he didn't get the weight a of proper, that and what that does dad, to it. Right? Uh, yeah. But it's just like, there's certain moments where just like, I was just bawling. Wow. Like I was just, just crying. Cause wow. I was like, I can't like, Holy shit. Very, it hits the nostalgics. Um, it hit, like it hits you on the nostalgia for sure. For sure. Um, speaking of Davis' point about balling, like he, they show a scene where he's cutting construction paper and cutting like the toilet paper rolls. Yeah, and just the sound. Of, oh, sure. it literally just brought me right back. I was like, holy shit! I yeah, feel like yeah, I'm yeah. five years old watching yeah. this. Yeah. Um, incredible. The even the music, dude. Every time you heard the music, sure. Um, you just get that you get that little feeling yeah and it like touched upon like what dress up did after after the show was completed and like how yeah. he did like little like comedy runs and everything and how like the kid the the adults in the audience they were kids who saw your yeah, show who, so they're yeah, going nuts over yeah, yeah, yeah amazing right? it's uh it's very it packs a very emotional punch it's very, very cool. feel good very cool very much just it's just a wonderful wonderful I love documentary this. oh i and love I, this so I've, much I would compare it. You remember that kids in the hall doc we saw Yeah, where like, it was just very much like the whole portrait type thing, but it wasn't, it didn't like get like gritty or anything. Sure. And it just felt just like solid information, solid sure. interviews, sure. Yeah. amazing footage and yeah. stuff that yeah, they yeah, got yeah. a hold of. Yeah. It's like that. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. That's and cool. I know you really like that one. Just like I, I really like that. I one. did. I really like yeah, that. Dog, Mr. So. Dress up. Excellent. Amazing. It's going to be on prime soon. Sweet. Definitely. I'm so in. Definitely so seek it out for sure. So my number three, number three, Tony mentioned it already. It's a film called sleep, sleep, which was in midnight madness. And it is by Jason. First, Yoon. Oh, I'm glad. First I'm, time director. Jason. You is that? I'm, is that I'm, I'm glad you yeah. got to see it. Even though you barely saw it the first time. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you got to it, see it. It's in, it's in, it has three distinct acts okay. and chapters. So it's about this young uh, Korean couple. Sure. Are they Korean or Japanese? I think they're Korean. Hit the, hit the thing. I'm pretty sure this one was Korea. I always assume it's Korean. Yeah. Korean. Yeah. There was another one we saw that was Japanese. That's why I was getting confused. Mm. Well, we we're going to bring that one up. Don't worry. Okay. Um, Young Korean couple. Yep. The wife's pregnant. Yep. And uh, he, the the guy he keeps he's having um, he keeps wait he's sleepwalking right and the one night she, he's just sitting on the end of the bed yep and he says something akin to someone's inside 
Yeah. And then just launches back and goes back to sleep. Oh, God. And so she's like, this is weird. Sure. And then it gets progressively darker with the stuff that he's doing. All right. Like at one point, at one point he's scratching. He he had something on his face, so he scratched it. Yeah. And then he keeps scratching it until he's bleeding. Right. So she has to like put oven mitts on him because like she like she cares about him. Right. Yeah. And just like it goes from there and it just gets darker and bleaker and fucking once they start explaining what's happening is just fucking wild and like there is unsettling shit in this movie and if you like dogs you might not like you might be a little upset there's a little there's a little disclaimer in the uh synopsis or tip saying don't get attached to the dog oh <laughs> yeah it's a, the cutest little pomeranian oh, don't no. get attached to him oh, no. <laughs> the whole movie i was just like can you just get it over with yeah. just get it over with and then there's certain like it, he fucks with the audience and he's doing things that are just fucked beyond belief yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. just like the tension is building and building and building sure because you're just like holy shit no he didn't no he didn't type thing yeah and sometimes yeah. he did and yeah. sometimes he didn't but wow. yeah, it's just wow. Hell yeah. It's yeah, it's fucking great. Hell and yeah. like there's certain information that's not there that he leaves out type yeah. thing, but you don't even need it. Huh. Like you All know right. how some movies are like, oh, that's a plot hole. Like you don't even need that information. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And like there's a PowerPoint presentation at some point, and it's like the PowerPoint presentation from hell. Oh, <laughs> amazing. Like this one uh has been bought. It was at it was at Cannes. It's been bought already. I believe it's Magnolia has it. All right. Mongrel in Mongrel, Canada. Mongrel has Mongrel. it. Nice. Mongrel in Canada, Magnolia yeah, in, the, in States. the States. Yeah. It's coming out. You got to see it. Yeah, absolutely. It's fucking awesome. That sounds amazing. I'm so it's in. Very low, I'm so, it's so like in. very low budget, but you wouldn't even be able to tell the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. the way he works that camera in that apartment. He makes that apartment look so huge and so small at the same time. Wow. It is, it is fucking fantastic. What a fucking cool. debut, man. Cool. Yeah. Cool. It, yes. no, it like knocks it right the fuck out of the park. And like shout outs to Jun Yumi and Lee Sun Kyung, who are the two lead actors. Perfect. They, they kill they're, it. They're, they're amazing. They're, they're amazing. And what I really liked about this, uh, to, to just to add to Dave's, was um, it wasn't your standard horror movie. It was more like I loved how it more spoke to marriage and like you know till death do us part and like sickness and in health that kind of thing. Yeah. And like what it really means to be in a marriage and like support your partner, right? Even yeah, though yeah, that yeah, yeah. they're going to it's it's going to hell. Right. Yeah. So. Even when you shouldn't. <laughs> even when you shouldn't. When you, you, should, you, when shouldn't, you should just be still, running for the fucking hills. You're still yeah. staying by your partner. Yeah. yeah fucking yeah. sickness and health. Yep. So I really like that. I love this. Yeah. Put it on your watch list Fuck for yeah. sure. It's you all gotta, right. You got to see it. So number two, we already spoke about was Dream Scenario. Number one, as we already talked about, was Woman of the Hour. But two ones I wanted to. I have a bunch I want to mention. But two I specifically wanted to mention were the Royal Hotel which comes out in October. Uh, it's uh, the second um, narrative feature from Kitty Green. She also did what the was assistant. the assistant, which was about Harvey Weinstein or like a Harvey Weinstein type. Okay. So this one, it has, I got to get the names right. Julia Gardner. Julia Gardner. And who was in the assistant 
as well as you your even? name, Jessica Henwick, <clears throat> okay. who you would know from Glass Onion and uh, The Matrix Revolutions, or yeah. no, Revo- not Revolutions, Resurrection. fucking Resurrections. She was like the the Trinity type in that movie. Oh, okay. What's yeah. fucking stupid? Bugs. She was Bugs in that movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Got it's it. basically yep. about two young, two young women. They're backpacking in Australia, and they run out of money, so they have to uh, take a job, one of those student like backpacker jobs, at yeah. this seedy fucking bar called the Royal Hotel. Yep. Like out in like the fucking sticks, and they live there and stuff, and just like the men they encounter not okay not okay Okay. and it's just very very disturbing very unsettling yeah there's definitely a couple of hair raising moments where you're just like oh yeah and then it it ends with like a hell of a punchline but you guys, you yeah, guys I was kind of sad I missed this missed it on this one. But ne- Neon bought this one. Neon right? has it, yes. All right, Ele- perfect. I believe it's Elevation in Elevation here? Canada. Fantastic. That one comes out at the beginning of October. Nice. Okay, so I'll keep my eyes out for that one. For sure. And then the second one I wanted to mention was yep. American Fiction, which won the People's Choice Award. Okay. American Fiction. Yes. Okay. So this one is also a debut feature. Yep. And the the man, his name is Cord Jefferson, and it stars Jeffrey Wright. Okay. He's fucking incredible he's, in this yeah. one. He's always incredible. Yep. But he's always a supporting player. He is the lead here, and he's fucking magnetic. Yeah. Sick. He's so fucking good. Oh, man, I love but Jeffrey Wright so it's, much. It's very much, it's about a writer, yep. and he wants to kind, he's not... Like his books aren't selling type thing. And the type of African-American literature that's selling is very, has very specific tropes. Yeah. Like gang tropes. Very like stereotypical black culture. Every stereotype you can think of, of a black culture. Yeah. That's what's selling. So he decides upon himself, he gets drunk and he makes a book. That's exactly that. And Got he's it. like, tee hee. Got it. Whatever. Yeah. And he gives it to his agent. And yeah. he's like, I can't sell this. He's like, just try. Don't put my name on it. Put someone else's name on it. And sure enough, it becomes a sensation. Wow. And then oh, they make okay. like they make like a background story on him and then shit yeah. just gets wild and goes off the rails. And it goes off the so, rails. And so he goes with a pen name then. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And it just goes off the rails from there. And then there's some some family troubles and there's it's all kind of there's a point when it gets be very very meta right which i wasn't so much in love with but just like the discussions about african-american culture and just how it's appropriated by by white people and just like the type of shit that white people would use to describe this stuff sure raw visceral uh, fucking authentic and just like it's making fun of it's making fun of fucking hoity-toity white people sure quite a bit and i know that people were mystified that this one people's choice and kind of feels like it was making up for green book winning people's choice because <laughs> it's kind of a very yeah. 180 sort of the, the, the antithesis to green book yeah. right but like it's not green book at all and i I think we just got to get over Green Book. 
Yeah. I, I think it's time. Just, yeah. We just need to move yeah. the fuck I on from that. Time. Would you have rather yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody won Best Picture? Oh, fuck no. Or fucking Vice? Or fucking Roma? Come on. As, <laughs> as somebody went back and, and had, re- had <laughs> done all of it and had to watch Green Book again, and then looked at sort of the list of everything else that was up for that year... There was no other option. Yeah. I don't like that Green Book one. I don't enjoy that movie. I think it was it's, a rock and a hard place that year. I think it was the best out of literally what was on offer because there and was not much. I don't hate Green Book. Yeah. I'm not going to give my full thoughts on Green Book, but I don't hate I it. I know you don't hate it. I don't hate <laughs> it. I just don't like it either. Like, it's just kind of, eh. Was it the best that year out of what was nominated? Probably. Um, I just don't love it, but. I like that this is being <laughs> the antithesis to it. Yeah. And uh, that's a fun angle to take. I like that. Very, very fun angle. And it has a... So Jeffrey Wright is the be-all and end-all. Sure. He's fucking awesome in it. But Issa Rae shows up. Sure. Uh, Sterling, Sterling K. K. Brown. He's nice. fucking amazing nice. in it. Light, lights, lights it up every... every nice. um Every scene he's in, he's literally command, commanding performance. He was nice. fan-fucking-tastic. Nice. Tracy Ellis Ross. She was very she was good as well. very, well, very good. Nice. John Ortiz plays his uh, his agent. He's this, very good. The, the script is just rock solid, and it's sharp, and it's witty, and it's firing on all yeah. cylinders. It's like they talk over each other. It's very that like sharp, quick, fast. Uh, it's it's like swing for the fences yeah. like okay. no one no one okay. is safe in this like yeah. they go for everybody yeah nice it's very good there's a great like little scene with keith david that's fucking awesome and adam brody shows up and he's fucking <gasps> he's fucking, my boy <laughs> yeah he's something else it's a really really well done movie yeah it deserved to win i have some issues with it but it's a solid piece of work and I'm not going to get into Oscar talk like Tony kind of got into, but like, let's, if you don't know who Jeffrey Wright is, which I mean, which is a crime in itself. If you don't know his name, you're going to fucking know it after American fiction. Yeah, that's good. For sure. That's good. That's good. I hope so. Yeah. I love Jeffrey Wright so much. So do I. I've been on Jeffrey Wright ever since fucking People's Hernandez and then Shaft. Oh, okay. okay. He is like he is the fucking bee's knees in that movie. And he's still that's that 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 role I will always remember him for. He's in these bigger roles now and he's like very like hoity toity. Yeah. But that fucking role I will always remember. That's fair. That's he fair. was one of the best I, things about Asteroid City. That too. Like, legit. Yeah. Legit. I agree. I also think his very sort of small role in Casino Royale was incredible. Oh, yeah. As yeah. Felix. As yeah. Felix. He was great. He's great a fantastic Felix, Felix Leiter. I love him in Westworld, Westworld. at least season yeah. one. Yeah. We can get into the semantics of Westworld beyond that. But uh, season one, Jeffrey Raid is incredible as Bernard. Yeah. Um, it's he's always been a solid great actor just yeah. underappreciated underutilized yeah. underappreciated underutilized he won't be after this good no, definitely good so good for him the other ones i want to briefly talk about just briefly um the boy in the heron the new miyazaki gorgeous yeah. Yes. Gorgeous. Yes. I did want to know about this. Movie. It's they so the, gorgeous the whole studio ghibli pop up thing going on so it's fucking weird well, I mean, no, it's weirder than you think it is. All right. I, and just like, they're all kind of weird. Dave. There's a certain point where it fucking lost me. Yeah. Like, it's a gorgeous movie. What he's doing, what him and the team at Studio Ghibli is doing is like second to none. 
it's it's fucking yeah. incredible yeah. and yeah. it's movies yeah. emotional yeah. it's devastating yeah. and just they sold they they didn't even promote it in japan they just fucking released it and said here's the new miyazaki movie wow like they put out a trailer here yeah, and yeah, some yeah. stills but, but even that no even marketing that, when whatsoever they were, when they started when i first heard about it it was literally just like there's a new film <laughs> coming from uh miyazaki and i was like that, that's enough say no more i'm i'm fucking in you don't need to give me a trailer for this one and most people that like know um know studio ghibli ghibli ghibli, ghibli over here don't need a trailer either they're just like Fuck it, whatever Miyazaki son puts out, we're gonna be butts and seats for like exactly. It was opening night, yeah. and I haven't been to an opening night movie since Score a Hockey Musical. Sure. And fucking this movie was bumping and fucking yeah. Sick. It's beautiful to look at, beautiful Sick. to hear. It just it's really fucking weird. Yeah. Like really fucking weird. And it goes off the rails at one point, yeah, and it barely picks back up. Okay. So it was a movie. Okay. It was a movie I liked but didn't love. Okay. I really liked it, but I didn't love it. Uh, another one I really liked but didn't love was Anatomy of a Fall, which yeah, okay. won the yep. Palm Door. Yes, that's why I heard of it. I was like, why have uh, I heard of this movie? It's about uh the guy dies yep. and his wife is the main suspect. Got it. And just kind of like the trial. Most of the movie it's a two and a half hour the, movie, and most of it is the, the trial. trial. Okay. And it's just it's fucking one gut punch after the other and just it could have done with some trimming but sure. like devastating movie sandra huller devastating amazing and it has a fucking uh like um synthesizer keyboard nonsense cover of pimp by fucking 50 <laughs> cent and it is pivotal to the movie so like fucking good for 50 cent yeah yeah <laughs> good for 50 cent amazing two more the holdovers okay which is the new alexander Payne. yep did another one i didn't love but the 70s aesthetic and the writing is gorgeous yep. paul giamatti this is probably paul giamatti's best role since fucking sideways yeah and fucking just a lot of fucking a lot, a lot of, of fucking, fucking, a lot of fucking, a lot of fuckings, but I want to watch it again because I, I would like to like get some of the nuances and not have the festival brain. Yeah, yeah of course. But Dominic Sessa is, uh, is incredible in it. Divine Joy Randolph is very good in it. Like this is vintage fucking Alexander Payne. Like none of this fucking, what's that other goofy one we saw at TIFF? nebraska no not nebraska oh downsizing downs it's not downsizing like this is back to fucking sideways descendants alexander Payne. cool and just because you mentioned nebraska i will never forget that we went to a screening of nebraska and he was there yeah and we got cameron bailey to take a photo of me and tony <laughs> with fucking alexander Payne. <laughs> I'm glad he's a good sport about it. He wasn't yeah. happy, but there was no one else there who could take the photo. <laughs> he was look. He was right there. He was looking at us. <laughs> had to take it. And the last one I want to mention. I, okay, so it was Nebraska. I always Nebraska. remember that story, and I've always like told people, I'm like, yeah, they got fucking Cameron Bailey to take a photo of them. And I've never remembered what movie it was for. Nebraska. Nebraska. Amazing. And the last one I want to mention, yes. just because I want to get Tony's blood boiling, and this one's probably going, this one just got picked by the United Kingdom as their entry for Best International Feature okay. nice. at the Oscars. 
It's a film called totally Zone of Interest. Zone of Interest. The Zone of Interest, which Fuck is that movie. which is the new movie from Jonathan Glazer, right. who did uh, Under, the Under the Skin, Sexy Beast, and Birth. Oh, Under the Skin. Okay. So this film is about a Nazi family. Uh-huh. And just like their comings and goings. Uh-huh. And just what their lives are like. They live on the other they side live of a concentration On the other camp. side of Auschwitz. <laughs> so oh. as they're having they're as they're just doing whatever they're doing, morning cheersing tea. for birthday, morning tea, have the kids out for a swim. In the background. The smoke. Just smoke, yeah. The smoke and the ash. And and the ash oh my god. And oh my god. Like it's just apparently it's supposed to be a satire. I didn't get satire from this movie. It's just fucking harrowing. Because you're <sighs> like, you're like, oh, they're just they're just a normal family, but right. they're Nazis. Yeah. And they're just, they're just acting like nothing's going on. But like in the background, you can hear what's going on you can hear like yelling you can hear arguing you can hear gunshots there's the one the one scene that i tell my friends this is what like they literally go white when i tell them this story there's there's a scene where they're playing in the water and all of a sudden they hear like uh you hear like warning bells or something go off and then all of a sudden you just see the fear of god in the, the the father and then the next scene is literally like him, like throwing his kids into the into the bath and like scrubbing the ash off their their thing and like off their bodies, off yeah. their bodies and like throwing water in their eyes because like the fucking ashes are in their eyes. My friends go white when I tell them that, but that's oh literally a scene in the movie. It's Holy it's shit. fucked. It is not. It is it is. Holy shit! You never see anything of the war. You never see. No, it's all anything. from the perspective it's of this family. All from the perspective of this family, and it's outside all of the outside, outside yeah, of the yeah, concentration yeah, camp, yeah. and you only hear what's going on. Yeah, and then there's there's this weird this weird thing with the uh, with infrared that doesn't quite work. Mm. Takes you right out of it. Mm. It takes you very much out of it. And then there's a fucking like one of the the hardest fucking gut punches at the very end of the movie, but like just. It's fucking bleak and it's fucking boring as fuck, but no. you can't take your eyes off it. Yeah. Cause it it's sounds, fucking it, that's oh. just what he you're just capturing like mundane life with the Nazis oh. and fucking just shit is getting real in the background. And yeah, that's it, insane. That's insane. And he's like the 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 father, the the patriarch, patriarch yeah. of the family. He's yeah. like a big yeah. Nazi commander, right? So like you hear like some of like the story, and he's like, oh, he's getting pushed to another right. concentration camp. Like they're starting to build, and like there's like there's a scene in the office where there's literally the blueprint of the fucking gas chamber that oh, they're constructing. God. Yeah, <laughs> right. So Christian Friedel is the lead. He's yeah. the Inc- incredible. Guy. He's very incredible. good. And another Sandra Huller movie. Huh. <laughs> nice. And just she's, she, she's good banner year for her. And yeah, it hits you like it, it hits you like blast. a dump truck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. it fucking yeah. it knocks you on your ass. And Jesus. it's a lot to Jesus. take. And some of the music cues he uses are fucking intense. Wow. Nightmare. And Nightmare. Wow. I don't love I 
as a piece of art. Yeah. I can respect it and I can respect what he's doing as a film. Right. Not so much. Okay. I, I did not like the movie. I was really angry that Dave forced me to see <laughs> oh, this movie because he did force me to see <laughs> right. it. Um, yeah, he did not want to go see this movie. <laughs> it is essential viewing. Essential. And it's very important. I would say it's an important movie to see. Just yeah. to say you saw it. So I, I'm, I'm conflicted, though. I feel like yeah. we're, we're saying you have to see it, but it's n- not good as a film. As, you under, as a you, piece of entertainment, oh no value, oh, okay. no. no value. No, okay, now no, if yes, you're going that's, out, that's the piece I was missing. If there you're going go. out, like just if it's a, date night, and you if it's date night, this movie. is not what no, you're seeing. This is not date movie, okay. and like it's not, it's not Schindler's List or The Pianist, right? Where you're kind of there's like emotional linchpins, right? Yeah. It's just it's harrowing and it's fucking yeah. You you need. I don't think we're doing justice to it. Okay. It's you just, need to, you need to, see it's, it. it's the kind right. of movie where you just, you need to watch it. Yeah. And then you never watch it again. I got it. Cause it, yeah, it's a lot. Got Did it. you ever see under the skin? I don't know. I sounds familiar, but I don't and think Scarlett I've seen Johansson it. is an alien. She's like a second. She's like, yeah, she's like eating guys on the Scottish, Scottish, the Scottish. Uh, oh, outskirts. Then, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember the way it was shot? A lot of dead space. Yeah. yeah. That's this movie. Okay. Forever in a wide shot, buddy. All right. A lot yeah. of dead, a lot of dead oh, space. A lot, of, a lot of wide shots. There's, there's no oh, close-ups. Right. There's Got like, it. it's... It's a very cold camera. Very cold. Very empty. Yeah. And I mentioned the music already, but like yeah. bludgeoning. Like it's... Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Okay. It'll stick with you. It'll stick with you for sure. Yeah. Okay. It'll... You... I've had multiple showers since. It's still there. It's still there. It's still, still there. there. Still there. Still there. Um, real quick for me, because I yep. know Dave listed off more than uh, more than his fair share. I just want to add uh, Smugglers. Sure. That's a um, Japanese Korean. Jap- Korean. It's Korean. It's Korean. That one's Korean. That one's Korean. Not the Japanese one. No, not the Japanese one. Uh, this one, it's a play on the 1970s, very stylistic uh, group of women. They just uh, they go into the ocean and they smuggle treasure um, that's left behind by um, big Korean gangs or I would it's say not really Korea, treasure. Gang. It's like goods, like and- good, like good drugs, diamonds, like that kind of thing. It's like cigarettes, cigarettes, cigarettes okay. like things that. they can't get in Korea. Exactly. Right. And I wouldn't say Korean gangs. I would say the Korean mafia um, plays out like uh, I would say Ocean's Eleven. I see that it gets uh, compared to a lot. It's just very stylized, very like seventies. Mm. The the dialogue's very quick, witty. Um, the music, the music is very flashy. The yeah. editing is very like very flashy, very like you know um, quick. And yeah, yeah, with, yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean. Um, it's brutally uh, fucking violent too. It gets pretty. It gets pretty violent. Yeah. There's a scene. In, there's a scene in a hotel where it's like two guys take on an entire fucking gang of people, and it gets serious huh. very quickly. Okay. I yeah. loved. I loved this movie. I loved it a lot. Um, that one doesn't have a release date. Um, and then the last one I want to talk about is a cheerleader movie called uh, Backspot. Oh, it's okay. a Canadian movie. Nice. Um, executive produced by Elliot Page. Cool. Um, this what one was the one he he executive produced. He executive yeah, yeah. produced. Yes, he was one. in another one. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah. Um, Backspot produced. Oh. Yeah, this one was though. 
uh backspot basically you treat it's uh it's a cheerleader movie it's like it's like uh i would say bring it on like a oh, canadian okay. bring sure. it on yeah um fucking fantastic i really adored the camera work in this one because nice. like they strap like gopros to them and they start like jumping around and like you Wild. see the thing right Wild. and then they like there's like this like drug scene where they take uh they take edibles and they just have this fucking out-of-body experience on drugs um there's a lot of heart to this one I was very taken aback because uh, I, I again this wasn't really on my uh, this wasn't on my radar. My company actually did the camera, supplied the camera work for or not the camera work, the cameras, the cameras. that they, they, yeah. they used. So that's that's why I wanted to see it. Sure, and uh, it genuinely surprised me. I'm really excited to see this movie again. You should definitely check it out. And nice. it, it's brutal as it's, well. It's brutal. It does get into a lot of um, just. The price you have the, pri- to pay. the price that you have to pay to be perfect, huh. right? Yeah. Um, and definitely in this world, and this is like a walking advertisement for Cineplex. Your old fucking stomping ground takes a takes on a character in um, Square One. Oh, sick! The Square One yeah, Cineplex yeah, yeah, is basically yeah, yeah. a the character Coliseum. within itself. Yeah, yeah nice. It's uh, it's fucking fantastic. Amazing. Evan yeah. Rachel Wood knocks that one out of the park. Yeah, she so. was great. She was she was next That's level. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Last three. Two of them are terrible ones that I really want to rip to shit. All right. The other one I want to mention, Dicks the Musical. <laughs> okay. It won Midnight Madness audience audience. Yes, choice. I saw that. Yeah. People's Choice. People's Choice. It is the single gayest, most absurd, most profane musical I have ever seen in my life. Okay. The less you know about this movie, the better. All right. It's very much, it's about two guys who are like top salesmen. They've, they, they hate each other type thing. And they find out that they are lost, long lost twin brothers. Sorry. Sorry. They are fucking identical twins. Right. (laughs) And they realize that they've been split apart. One live with the mother, one live with the father. Got it. The mother is Megan Mullally. Mullally. And the father is Nathan Lane. Fuck. And I swear right. to God, James, it is a career best performance from Nathan Lane because the shit he has to do in this movie, he, f- he fucking, fucking commits. commits man. Amazing. He commits. And this is literally like one of the most dis- divisive movies I saw it to. All right. Like it fucking like you're either you're either with this fucking movie or you're, or not. you're not. All right. Right from and the first song. Buddy. Right from the right. first yeah. song. If you can't get past the first song, like get, get the fuck off. Like, yeah. Just like yeah. the places this movie goes you would you can't man you can't you gotta you gotta be on you gotta be on the it's a journey yeah it is a fucking you gotta clear your mind and just have an open spirit when you're going through this because fuck man like one of the lyrics is life's a fucking hand job and i always play to win Oh no! It's just I just this is good life advice. <laughs> yeah. Like one of them, well, that's that's yeah. that's and fucking yeah. their boss is uh is it Megan the Stallion the Stallion yeah Megan the Megan Stallion. the Stallion yeah and she has she has a song and it's oh it's man a her song is a fucking banger for sure I, I cannot wait for this soundtrack to come out on Spotify so I can have it in you my rotation just yeah 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 it yeah. got it got delayed to mid October but it's an A twenty four movie again VVS in Canada and just like. You gotta believe. You gotta watch it to believe it. You gotta right. believe it to see it. Like right. fucking. Don't watch the trailer. Yeah, don't watch the trailer. Blind. Okay. I went in. I went in as blind as I <laughs> possibly could have gone in, and I'm so glad that I did. And just like, 
just want to be with my sewer boys again, James. I, I just want to be with my sewer boys don't again. Don't even know what that means, and I'm scared. You should be. I'm you terrified. Should. You should you be. fucking should be. Terrified. You should be. Just fuck. All right. Last two. Yeah. Did we hit the two and a half hour mark yet, or are we still a little early? I mean, we still got at least <laughs> half an hour left. All right. So last two. These are bottom basement pieces of shit. Garbage. Like fucking awful. The press screenings, I have never seen so many fucking walkouts in my life. Okay. People just fucking got up and left. So first one, finest kind, Brian Helgland, fucking Tommy Lee Jones, Ben Foster, Jenna Ortega, fucking Clayne Crawford, fucking names. A lot of fucking. A lot of names. A lot of fucking. James, it's about the finest kind of people. The finest kind of people. It's about it's about a group of Is it about Nazis again. No, no, no. <laughs> it's about a group no. of fishermen <laughs> okay. in Boston. In Boston, as as you would imagine, and um, the one brother who is played by Toby Wallace. He's also in the Royal Hotel. He he's kind of like Ivy League kid. He's going to go to law school. But he wants to go to a, meet up with his half brother and spend some time with his half brother, who is Ben Foster, and he runs the boat, the fishing boat, and just in the first mi- in the first like fifteen minutes of the movie, the boat capsizes and they oh. barely survive. Oh, yeah, no. they're shipwrecked. And then what they do, and then from there, it just. Let me just I, I don't let, know let me what, just break, what, what, break what it down. Fucking, what fucking genre is this movie, Tony? This movie is this movie is marketed as a crime drama. What you get <gasps> in finest kind, uh, made by the finest kind of people. Yeah. As you can tell, I keep saying finest kind. <laughs> really, they say uh, it a lot. Really, they say I kept hitting Tony every time. At least twenty five uh, to thirty uh, times. <laughs> Swear to God, you could turn this movie into a drinking game every time they say finest kind. Yeah, and don't bother explaining what it means. <laughs> yeah, every time drink and every time they are, or when they switch the tone. <laughs> yeah, it is literally a revolving joke at work. Like we are just saying finest kind and fucking oh, everything. No. It's amazing. Anyways, um, the movie. It is an hour and 40 minutes. You get an hour of fishing and just just exposition bullshit. And then it finally turns into a crime drama when Klein Crawford climb, comes comes into picture. Right. And, and it's he's, 40 minutes to the he's end. He's from an entirely different movie. He oh just comes God. in and he just whips shit and he's just like he just whips his dick. <laughs> he just whips his dick and he was just like. I'm in a different movie with you guys, but I'm just going to go with this and see where it happens. And then the movie just does just a pivot in the third act. And you're just like, I'm, I'm not too sure what this movie is about. And I'm not too sure who this movie's for. Yeah. After about 20 minutes of this movie, I looked at Tony and I'm like, I don't know where this movie is going. And James, I tell you, if you don't see a trailer for it and you watch it, yeah. you're not going to know where it goes either. It is a fucking journey. There's a bit where Oscar winner Tommy Lee Jones is has spends three minutes making whale noises. (laughs) And 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 there's another bit where he's like, I'm your daddy. Oh, no. And it comes out of nowhere. And it's there's drinking, there's drugs. It's just James, you Jenna Ortega's fucking Boston accent just goes from one thing in the first in the first couple of minutes. Yeah. By the end, she's just like, "Fuck it, I've given up." And she <laughs> oh just my talked, god! Like, the, I don't know. 
who the fuck thought this movie was a good idea? It's coming to Paramount Plus. No. It's fucking awful. <laughs> no, it's it god awful. It and rough. shout out to my boy Justin Waldman who loved this movie or at least enjoyed it enough <laughs> versus literally everyone else I met. I was in the I was in theaters talking about this movie and people turned around to be like, "Yo, you talk about finest kind?" Everybody everybody this at that a, festival was at that screening. <laughs> this movie is a fucking joke. It's Jesus. a punchline. Jesus. And just like, "You know what? I'll watch it. I'll watch it again with you and I'll oh. Okay, have the shots you. out thank every you. time the tone changes every time they say finest kind every okay. time jenna ortega's fucking accent changes we'll do a shot and we'll you, have to, you have to finish your drink when the who's your daddy line comes yes. out or whatever we'll fucking or i'm your daddy obliterated yeah, at absolutely. the end of this movie like jenna ortega innocent i love her she can do no wrong i don't care that her accent's fucking here nor there she just i don't know why she's in this movie Oh no! <laughs> it's just it's so Ben Foster's just Ben Foster. Fucking, oh god! Just, it's so fucking weird. Yeah, and just like you would say, it's a dad movie, but even then, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's so fucking weird. It's it's, it's yeah yeah. It, it is makes a me, film. It makes me upset. But this film does not hold a candle to this next film that Dave is going to bring <laughs> yeah. up. He doesn't even need to tell me what it is. I know what <laughs> yeah. it is. It is. It was Tony's most anticipated of the festival. He oh, told me good. he had Tony. to see I this. Had to see Tony. it. Because we, yeah. we were going to. Tony picked a stinker. We I were going to miss, we miss it. But we had to see it. Yeah. It's Chris Pine's oh. Pool Man. Oh, pool Tony, man. tell us what pool man is about. Is he a I'll pool just, man? I'll just give you. I'll just give you a brief thing. Have you ever seen Chinatown? Yeah. Have you ever seen the Big Lebowski? Yeah. Have you ever wondered what those two movies would be about if they smashed them together? No, because they kind of already are. Okay. <laughs> that that's kind of what pool man is. That's oh, what pool man is. Instead Great. of instead of him being Jeff Lee Lebowski, he's he's a pool man. Oh, and, and they uh, keep calling out when they reference Chinatown. Oh. Yeah. They even have a scene where they watch Chinatown. Oh. Um, and they quote Chinatown. Oh, yep. no. Yep. Uh, did you ever see Inherent Vice? Yes. Yeah. Chris under, Pine, under the Silver Moon? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Under, under the, the Silver Lake. Lake. Oh. Under the Silver Lake. Silver Lake, yeah. Any movie that's about LA? Yeah. That's what you got. You've seen it? You've seen it. You've seen right. one, you've seen Great. them all. Great. It is so and fucking bad. It was basically like Chris Pine was like, I want to play a sleuthy, what is it, a sleuth pool man? Yeah. No, yeah. we're not going to make that for you, Chris. Okay, I'm going to make it myself. And he shot it on film. And he shot it on film. Wow. And he what has one, of, one of the worst fucking narrations I've ever heard in cinema. Oh, good. It is just god awful. I gave it a two star. I'm seriously considering dropping it only because I think about some of the other stuff that I saw that was lower than that. Um, but this movie was fucking awful. Embarrassing. Wow. embarrassing. Literally one of the, without a doubt, one of the worst movies Tiff has ever picked to play at the festival. Wow. And it has a great cat. Audrey or uh, fucking Annette Bennings in it. Danny yeah. DeVito's Danny in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, who else is in this fucking stupid um, movie? Ray Parks in it. What's his What's his name? Steven Drew. It's the uh, the guy. The guy. Tablowski? From yeah. Yeah. Steven Tablowski. He's in it too. Jennifer like, Jason Lee. Yeah. Dewanda Wise. Just fucking. 
Oh my god, James. There's this little side plot where he's like his hero is Aaron Brockovich and he keeps like writing her letters. Like I I don't know what the hell he was thinking, but like fuck man, he he did not execute properly. And I'm I made, sad. I made a mistake. It's not Ray Park, it's Ray Wise. Ray Wise. Um, I'm upset. Like people are trying in this movie and they can't save it. No. There's no saving this movie. It's it careens yeah. off the fucking cliff yeah. within 20 minutes. John Ortiz is in it. Oh yeah, well. John Ortiz shows up. Yeah. It careens off the cliff within 20 minutes and it does not it pick back up. Back. No, right. It can't go back. Jesus Christ. It's what a waste. so fucking bad. The dialogue is an atrocity. I was really excited for this movie. So fucking excited. Yeah. And, and you got a wet fart. Yeah. It's worse than Finest Kind. Yeah, it is worse and than Finest Kind. And Finest Kind isn't quite Schindler's List compared to this, but <laughs> it's close. <laughs> it's so bad. People like <laughs> this was a, like Finest Kind was the punchline because people sat through Finest Kind. If you sat through Pool Man, credit like bravo. You got a gold star. Gold star. Like I literally told people to drop this ticket. I, wow. I know multiple people who got rid of this ticket because I told them to. Yeah. It's so fucking bad. This movie is not coming out. It's it, it's, it's, it's not it's, coming out. You're never seeing it you're again. You're never going to see it. And that's why we saw it. Yeah. You're so that, never, that was it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah, sure. honestly, honestly. No, we had already heard it was a yeah. bag of shit. I literally yeah. tried to convince Dave to see something. Like, let's go see something else. And he's like, dude, this movie's not coming out. You may never see this movie again. <laughs> yeah. So and that's why we did it. wanted to see it. Yeah. So we did it. And just like, and this was the movie that I watched. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with movies today. I got to go take a nap. Yeah. He really died. It was like, we watched that. Dick's the musical. And then we watched that. And I was just like, I need. I'm done. I'm I'm over today. Yeah. And just holy shit it's bad. Yeah. If this movie if it comes out magic. Magic. But like, you know what? You know who's not going to be on best best movie Chris lists for a while? Chris Pine. Chris Pine. He's going to have to he's, he's going to have to work himself his, out. He's going to have to work his way back up. Yeah. Poor guy. Like he is no longer eligible for best Chris. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was uh, the 48th edition of the Toronto International Film Festival. Amazing. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Look at you. We did it. We did it. <clears throat> In a reasonable amount of time. And we didn't even talk about Stallone or fucking Spike Lee or Alma Dovar. Yeah. No. Or Jessica Chastain. Or Jessica Chastain. Yeah. We'll save that for the bonus content episode. Yeah. The Patreon. Yes. Yeah. That's for, for where all the true fans go. Yeah. Um, but hey. That's great. I now have at least 10 films that I want to see and a bunch that I don't. Um, but at least your top five lists, I'm in. Hook, Line, and Sinker. Some of those bonus fun ones. Some of the Midnight Madness ones. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But really, I need to see a kill. Yeah. Yes. You I really need to see a kill. Yes, sure? that movie's so gonna that fuck out. you in the face. I can't wait. I really, really, really can't wait. Um... So we're wrapped up on TIFF then. Yeah. We're heading on to our normal. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Segmund. Yeah, let's go. Time to get a little spooky. It's almost October. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get uh, a little weird and a little spooky. Uh, we haven't been weird and spooky this whole time. No, you've been TIFF Gala. Fine. You've been prim proper and in a tuxedo. Now it's time Fine. for Tony to get a little sleazy Fine. with the shutter minute. Evil lurking deep inside, its darkness knows no limit. So listen closely if you dare. 
This is the Shudder Minute. <laughs> Tony, what do you? What did you watch? Uh, On top I, of your plethora of TIFF films, I watched a Norwegian horror movie called Nightmare. Okay. The uh, letterbox synopsis reads: A woman is plagued by constant nightmares after moving into a large, suspiciously cheap apartment. The apartment's terrible secrets soon reveals itself through her dreams. Huh. Hey, Dave, you remember Sleep? I do. You ever you ever wonder what that movie would be like if it was in Norwegian? No. Okay. <laughs> well, it's kind of well, what nightmare. Kind of what yeah. nightmare is. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it was because it was in subtitles and I just wasn't like like jazzed to watch yeah. a movie with subtitles. Um. It was very similar. Not to that sleep. there's anything wrong with subtitles. Not that there's anything wrong with subtitles. I love I love uh, international movies for sure. Um, this one just kind of reminded me of sleep and then it kind of reminded me of nightmare on Elm street. And then it kind of reminded me of possessor and, uh, it really didn't do anything that those three movies did. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, I don't know. I was just, I was just super bored. I was super bored. There's a couple creepy parts. There's a part where somebody beats themselves to death with a frying pan. Um, was, was it nonstick? Uh no, it's not <laughs> nonstick. Uh, I don't know like, why that matters. Like I just wanted fucking, to know. It's like almost like a cast iron thing. Oh, oh it's good. Extra weight. He extra like caves weight. in like half his yeah, skull. Yeah, that makes sense. It's steel. Point. That's it's, just pure steel. It was fucked up. Um, but really, that's that's all I got to say. Like it's it's not it's not the greatest. Uh, it comes out on Shutter. Um, the embargo's up on the twenty fifth. This is the twenty fourth. It'll be out on the twenty ninth. That's Friday, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be out on the 29th. Um, check it out if you're in, into that. It has a lot of it. It does pay a lot of homage to um to Nightmare on Elm Street for sure. Um, just because they try to like control her like her dreams and stuff, and then it kind of gets yeah. uh, experimental. Yeah. yeah. Uh, scientific, it should say, because she goes to a scientist, a sleep scientist. Yeah. Um, As you do. But I was really bored. All right. It's really bored. I feel like I'm just gonna watch Sleep instead. Yeah. Watch okay. Sleep That's or Nightmare on Elm do. Street. Yeah, or fucking. Well, pick. I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. actually, Actually, you know what? That's gonna go back on my possessor. Don't start with me with the possessor. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go back to. uh, Hey, you leave possessor alone. Um, I gotta go back to. I'm gonna. I haven't watched Nightmare on Elm Street in a long, long time. So I think that's going on. Definitely, uh, that's going on my my October list. You should wait until next year because it's the 40th anniversary. Yeah, but that means I gotta wait till next year. You can, can just, just watch, watch it now and then watch, watch it again. Now and watch it again next year. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what it remind. The description you gave me reminds me of. There was a, it was a movie. I don't know if you ever saw it where she's hearing things in the walls, and she keeps thinking that she's going crazy, but she also thinks that someone might be capped, like kidnapped, and getting fucking tortured. I don't remember what it's called, but it sounds the way you're describing it. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Cool. I just, I don't remember. Here's a who? I don't remember what it's called. It's not censor, but it came out at the same time as censor did. Horton hears domestic violence in the apartment upstairs. No, that's not it. (laughs) Uh, I was going to say something and then I totally forgot. Fear not though. Um, Is that another movie? No. Oh, fear not. (laughs) No. Uh, no fear, no evil. Fear, no evil. Oh, that was another Shutter sure. movie from yeah. back in the day, uh, back a couple episodes ago. No, 
the new edition of VHS, uh, VHS, I want to say 85. That's 85. 85. It's coming out. It's fucking coming out in two weeks. I'm super fucking excited. Um, Probably ends up on the Shutter Minute for sure. I'm fucking stoked. I'm there with you, man. Yeah. I'm there with you. Yeah, You been watching some Spooks movies in October? Oh, fucking buddy. Spooky season for me has already started. You watching them? Excellent. Excellent. I can't wait to to talk about more uh, Shutter and Spooky adjacent movies. Yes, exactly. Very, very excited. But uh, yeah, that was the Shutter Minutes. Should we get to our main events? Yeah, thank you so much. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, I'm sorry it was I'm sorry the shutter minute was well, I'm happy the shutter minute was was reasonable and not 28 minutes. Um, but I'm more of a I'm sorry the shutter movie was kind of mid. You can't you can't win them all. They can't, they can't all be no sebo. They not can't everything be spoonful is a no of sugar. It's and really I can't me wait. I don't know this movie and I really want to see I, a spoonful of sugar. Yes, also I need to see both of these two just so I can understand this the scale that we've created, but also I can't wait to see whatever 2024 does cuz we have to change like January 1st nocebo and spoonful of sugar are off the table. Exactly, exactly. It's got to be something new. Well, they'll be brought up again for the best of Shutter. It will. Yes. Uh, the best of Shutter minute. Yes. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Uh, you want to talk about our, I can't speak. You want to talk about our main segment? Yes, sir. The, we changed it up. We had another plan. We did. We did. But uh, last we, minute change up. We were going to do Expendables Presto 4. Presto I'm really uh, happy that we didn't. I'm happy we Speaking did. Speaking of, I kind of vaguely knew, and I want to talk about, we'll get into this, but I just want to talk about more about like marketing and things in general. I kind of knew Expendables 4 was coming. I also kind of knew A Haunting in Venice was coming. Um, They're both out. And I was like, what? When and why, like, I feel like I'm just like out weirdly out of touch with what is starting when. And the I feel like two came just, out too. Yes. And I feel like it's just Equalizer like, 3 came out as well. Equal, I knew Equalizer 3 was coming. I did see the trailer for that the last time I was at the movies. So I knew that was coming. Yeah. Uh, and I knew the Nun 2 because I was talking to a coworker at work and she was very excited for the Nun 2. And then she saw the Nun 2 and said, I did not like the Nun 2. And I went, that tracks. Um, uh, but these ones, I just, I feel like I'm starting to feel like the sort of uh, uh, desert barren landscape of lack of actor promoting film content. That's fair. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I would have seen like, I don't know, Sylvester Stallone on fucking Jimmy Fallon or something or, you know, like, or bring people on to talk shows or like on hot ones, even because they've had a, a, a desert landscape of people. I did, they did, just they did just get in sync, but they've had to pivot of who they can get. Right. Like you can't bring on an actor because they can't talk about the movie. And I mean, some might come well, out of the goodness of their heart, but yeah, you just can't talk about yeah. certain things. So I just feel like it's an interesting, it's interesting to see like, I didn't really know how that would play out, but it's interesting to see that that is a real component to like a, a level of awareness of what movies are out and what art is the celebrities promoting it. Anyway, mm-hmm. there was a complete aside note. So we ended up switching from the Expendables 4 to the film that we are going to talk about right now. Bottoms, which is on VOD now, which is just just came out on VOD. Yes, it was in theaters uh, in Canada at the beginning of September. September now yeah. it's on VOD. Yeah. Um, the newest film from Emma Sel- Seligman, Seligman, yeah, who did Shiva Baby? Who did Shiva Baby? She's uh, she's Canadian. Yes, yes, and it stars my Your girl, girl Rachel Sennett, Rachel Sennett, and two twenty twenty three It Girl Io Edebury. And yes, yeah. we had to look up how to pronounce her name properly. But I'm happy we did. I am too. She's in fucking everything this year, man. Hell yeah. Yo, she's having a great fucking year. She's having a banner year. 
nominated I mean, for an Emmy for fucking the bear. I mean, she's not she fucking. Crushed, the, she's not fucking the bear. She's no. in. She crushed the bear. in season one of the bear, though. So. She crushed it in both seasons. I agree, but she was there in season one and crushing it then too. So it's true. Yes, and she's also in Theater Camp, which oh, I yeah. just watched, which was just fine just fine just fine she's in ninja turtles yep what else is she in this she's in um um spider-man oh yeah she's also in spider-man uh across the spider-verse yes across yes yeah yeah. i was like what was she in i was like what that was that was years ago what oh yes she's having a great year she's having a great year anyways this film uh so they're the leads rachel and io and they uh they play high school lesbians uh who got hot over the summer and um yeah they want to get laid so they end up starting a fight club. Yes. <laughs> and to, it, to get laid. To get laid. And then it kind of just devolves from there. Sure. Female self-defense class. Yes. yes. Female self-defense class. But essentially a fight club. With Marshawn Lynch as the sponsor. Yes. Marshawn Lynch is the teacher. Wild. The teacher. Um, the teacher lead. Yeah. And just, yeah, it's it's satirical. It's uh, feminist. Yeah. It's uh, super gay. Yep. Um, Very empowering. <laughs> empowering. And since we've mentioned it quite a bit already, it's fucking violent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it goes, it's violent. It goes to some dark places. It's violent. It's, it's yeah. fucking vicious. Um, and just like, let me know how, you, what, how did you guys feel about this one? So I want to, because I was stupid excited to see this movie. I was very stupid excited to see this movie too. Big ups to, to Ruby Cruz, though. Oh, yeah. She was so good in this. And uh, she gets her fucking ass handed to her by that fucking wrestler guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, fuck that guy. Holy moly. Yeah, that scene was something. That last, like, that last kick. The pep, the pep rally? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Anyway. Yeah, um, I... There's things that I like about this movie. Regale. You uh, haven't you haven't gotten to talk much in this episode, so I want to hear how you feel about fair, this film. Fair. I you know, I've been appreciating listening. It's been great. I feel like an active audience member. It's been fun. Yeah. Um, and you didn't fall asleep this one this time, jackass. No. Well, it's because it's not three hours long. Um. Anyway. There's things. There's great great jokes in this movie um that i found incredibly funny as dark as they are especially uh the ending bit where where they're like we'll 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 process this later we'll 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 get through this later there's some jokes that are so dark but so funny when they mentioned the 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 one guy and they're they're like he committed suicide (laughs) (laughs) what I, i i couldn't um that actually is a great point to bring me to this other thing. So that worked in sort of in isolation as a pretty good dark joke as like that's just the delivery of it and the way that it was presented was really funny. The problem I had with this movie and maybe it's a problem I have with this type of movie and I don't know how to classify it. I was trying to explain it to Tony earlier, but I'll, I'll say it here and maybe you can help me figure this out. The type of movie that this seems to be, thank you, the the pensive look is what I need. The type of movie that this seems to be is one where the the world is fucked up, 
but everyone thinks it's normal. Like real life. Yeah, but no, to to a it's heightened extent. Yes, it's very over it's, it's like, very over the top. The, what like it's where the, the pep rally where they watch a, a young woman get the and fuck no one does out of her anything. and nobody or, does yeah, anything. There's, or the fucking wrestler guys in the back corner of the classroom in a fucking cage. <laughs> like just like the, everything was sort of heightened and it, it just like it both had elements of like real things of like two girls trying to you know navigate a senior year of high school wanting to get laid yada 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 coming of age sort of thing while also living in this surreal world that is heightened way up to 11 people are just like both 11, fine like and 13, not fine man. with things at the exact same time <laughs> yeah um the fact that you know the sprinklers at the end spray pineapple juice i'm like what the f- what the fuck even like it was just I had trouble getting fully into the movie because I kept getting fully removed from it. Like I couldn't get on board with the surreal elements of it because it I felt like it couldn't balance itself between the two in a way that worked for me specifically. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like it is a satire and it's, yeah. and it's also very much like, a feminist piece sure and you know misogyny bad and yes. men are shit yes which absolutely every every guy in this movie is a piece of shit other yes. than marshawn lynch but he's still kind of shitty he's still kind of shitty I, li- I like the bit where he's like right ri- um he's reaming them out and she's like i don't i don't think you're allowed to talk to us like that yeah <laughs> that's funny um i think you're right there is a couple of there are some moments where the surrealism and the over-the-top fucking wild high schoolness yeah. of it doesn't quite jive with the coming-of-age story they're telling. Yeah, yeah. I do think you're right. I do think it's very, very, very funny, but I do think it's a little wonky. Yes, yeah. And, like... And that's what I was having trouble getting on board with, was the wonky The wonkiness. And then, like, when it gets, like, super... There's some super serious parts, and you're just, like... But they don't jive with yeah. the surrealism and the yeah. satirical stuff. You're right. All that to say, Avril Lavigne needle drop. Yeah, great. That was Aces. Great. Yeah, Aces. That was great. Tony. Needle drops in this. Great. No questions. Um, I was a little let down by it. I was at. I had high hopes for it. I was struggling to find the tone, right? Because like it China's yeah. like it's doing like this dance with like the serious the the satire and this um whatever they're trying to accomplish um well they're trying to make a a feminine a queer feminist piece about senior year of high school well yeah it's obviously a love story and i like and i like the whole like love thing with um uh ayo ayo ayo's ayo's character i really like that um like james said there's good there's good things about this there's bad things about it there's some things that worked there's some things that didn't i was expecting i think i like went in a little bit overhyped because like everyone was saying how everyone from fucking south by was saying that this movie was fucking the bee's knees um i don't really think that it was that i still think that it was a strong comedy um but yeah i was a little let down by it i wasn't i wasn't fully on board but uh our girl rachel Knocks it out of the park like she always does. Um, yeah, that's really all I got to say. Io was solid too. Of course, Io was great. She was. I was glad. I was glad that Rachel took backseat to Io. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. I liked how she was more the lead 
in this and uh yeah some of the scenes some of the scenes i was just like did i just hallucinate that like what the fuck yeah um the guy who played jeff i don't know the actor's name but uh he was fucking wild too i loved his character that was and nicholas his, galitzine and his galitzine. uh his number two galitzine his best friend that always backed him oh, up. Oh, uh, Tim. Yeah. Miles Fowler. <laughs> Miles Fowler. Yeah. yeah. Those two fucking cracked me up. Yeah. They, were, they were hilarious. It's wild that Nicholas, uh, he's also in Red, White, and Royal Blue. He's one of the oh, leads in that. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. Yeah. very, too, yeah. very topsy-turvy. Yeah. But, uh, Dave, did shut, it shut up, nerd. I fucked your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, this was like last time. <laughs> it was like one to a million, like so yeah. many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's also it's I gotta wild. I gotta give it to this movie for also uh, bringing back the during credits bloopers reel. Oh yeah, that's that yeah. was fun. That I was haven't fun. seen one of those in forever. It's true. It's it was true. a fun. It was a fun movie. It was harmless. It was harmless. Uh, oh, there's a lot of people who are getting hurt in this movie, Tony. I, like I said, I'll stand by it. Harmless fun. <laughs> it's harmless fun for people watching. It's it's definitely you do more need... violent and way more explosions than I ever thought were going to be in this movie. And it's very profane. Yeah. 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 And I I respect it for for being a queer feminist piece. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Punky Johnson sitting outside oh, yeah, of a trailer smoking Johnson a cigar too. was an entire vibe. <laughs> And I don't think it's as strong a film as Shiva Baby. No, no I think Shiva, Shiva, Shiva Baby is a lot stronger. stronger yeah, a lot better. But it is a lot of fun. And I like that it, other than like the one bit that's semi serious, the rest of the movie does not yeah. take itself seriously. And yep. it does play into what high school is like. For sure. Yeah. For Just, sure. You know, it, oh my God. high school, every, every memory of high school I have is heightened. Fuck. And it's fucking weird. Because high school is fucking weird. The yeah. moment, the moment of the beginning where they go into school and, and Ted the janitor is painting their lockers, and then later on after shit hits the fan and like shit is a plan plot wise, like it, it gets sad yeah. and you know. Uh then Ted <laughs> doesn't paint the lockers. She's just screaming at Ted <laughs> as he's pushing his little cart away. I died. It was so funny. There, yeah, there is a lot of great stuff in this yeah. and i don't know if it'll be the kind like a lot of people were like comparing it to like breakfast club heathers ah. and fucking like american pie like i can get behind the american pie one yes. but like heathers or heathers, breakfast club heathers no. and breakfast club are their own fucking things yeah i mean yeah and you can't and you heathers can't. is very fucking bleak and they tried to redo yeah. heathers and they got in trouble so yeah like let's let's just leave getting fucked gently by a chainsaw yeah in the corner where yeah. it needs to be and sorry yeah, it's not in the corner on the pedestal where it needs to you be you can't compare things to john hughes movies that's, that's just not that's not a thing john hughes is a brand unto himself but i thought i for the issues i i still think it i still it's still very very watchable i yeah. look forward to watching it again yeah like I had fun, I had enough fun with this that I would watch it again. It was a, it was a fun movie. It's a throw, it's a throwaway. Uh, like yeah. it's, uh, I, I'd watch it again maybe after some time has passed. Yeah. I have no desire to sort of watch it again right now. But you know, if someone was like, "Oh, I've never seen this," it'd be like, "And a few months have passed." Nah, okay, fine, we can watch it again. And I'll see how my opinion changes or ebbs and flows with it. But yeah, I'm with you. The raunchiness reminded me of Girls Girls Trip. Is that what it's called? No, uh. 
the one from earlier this summer. You saw it. You liked it. Oh, Joyride. Joyride. Mm-hmm. Girls Trip is the other one with um, Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. Haddish. Yeah. Joyride. It reminded Joyride. me a lot of Joyride. Yeah. yeah. Like that kind of like. Just that raunchy. The raunchy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, absurd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raunchy. Bullshit. Absurd. Heightened. Yeah, kind of balancing a number of tones. Yep. Women behaving badly type, yep. type yeah. stuff. It reminded me a lot of that. Yeah. I liked a lot of aspects of this. I liked a lot of where it came from, the angles that it took, that it different than things that I'd seen before. It's a different take on things, different perspective on things. Yeah, it's definitely a, fr- a fresh look. And with yeah. it being with being a queer story, it definitely stands out, yeah. right? All of this to say, fucking Emma and Rachel, I look forward to the next thing they do. Absolutely. Yes. I look forward to it. Yes. Yeah. They're, like, a good team. they're a good team. They're a good sure. team. They're a good team. They're a very good team. They're a great team. And I owe, like, I... I hope she just keeps her, killing. Her I just hope she keeps continue. winning. I mean, her and Rachel are besties, so yeah, that makes sense. that's true. They have a, they have a, yeah, they all went to NYU, I think. Yeah, and they have a like a project on the side that they do together or something. Yeah, so nice, nice. I'm sure they'll be around. I hope well, so. Ao better continue on her, uh, on the bear. Oh well, her, yes, please for the love traje- God, yes. Tra- trajectory. The bear needs to be seen, viewed, and continued to rewatched by all. Agreed. Yeah, Rachel, like Tony said earlier about Glenn Powell, he shares yeah. this world with Rachel Sennett. They, yeah. they just they just run the world. Yeah, yeah, truly, truly. Cool. Yeah. That was Bottoms. That bottoms. was Bottoms. So well, hang on, as we wrap up Bottoms then, uh, we got a recommend on this one then? Yes. Solid recommend? Uh, yeah, I'd definitely seek it out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on it. I'd say seek it out. Even though, yeah, I struggle with the tone, but I'm still, I think people would it's enjoy fun. it. It's fun. It's a fun People movie. Yeah. Fun movie. Fun. Yeah. Fun. It's, it's just fun. fun. It's a Friday night movie. Yes. It's a Friday yeah, you night know what movie. that's yeah. That's I, I think you should get like a crowd of people together for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that would more fun with people. More fun with people. For sure. Cool. Mm-hmm. So that was bottoms. Woo! Um, Dave, Terror asks, do we have the return of a fan favorite segment? We do. Oh <gasps> yes. Jason New Blues is back. Holy shit, Dave's new blues is back. All I'm right. not sure what's happening. What's going on? What's the deal? The uh, writer's strike is over. Oh, what? The writer's strike is over. They signed? They signed. It's a deal. Um, can you can 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 you show me that? Can I can I can I see? Holy shit. Wow. Holy fucking shit. Wow. Holy shit. Holy shit. A sag is still going. I don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. That's big. I am taking a photo. Yeah. You're going to remember this day forever? Remembering this fucking day forever, boys. You heard it here first. An exclusive that you're going to hear two days later (laughs) from when we're recording this. Uh, Writer strike is over. That's amazing. Hey, look, we got a little industry news segment in here. They have a tentative agreement. Amazing. Good for them. That's great. Hope it's a good deal. Oh, God, it better be. But Dave's new blues. Dave's new blues. What did that boy buy? It's Dave's new blues. So, a favorite of Tony's uh, comes out on uh, Tuesday. Uh, the day you're listening, the, the day you're listening to this from Arrow, Sorry. a new <laughs> a new 4K Arrow set. Uh, it's Brian De Palma's Carlito's Way. Oh, starring Al yes. Pacino. You know a movie you haven't seen? Yes, Carlito's, Carlito's Way. Way. 
It's Carlito's Way is a fantastic movie, dude. Honestly, it's, I've, it's I've had a good a, movie. I've had I an Al Pacino love. like watch list put together of like I want to just sit there and watch a bunch of Al Pacino movies. Is and, Jack and Jill on it? No, <laughs> it never is going to be. Carlito's Way. Carlito's Way. It's not even just Al Pacino. It's fucking Sean Penn. It's mm. it is Penelope Ann Miller. Mm. It is it is John just Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. Luis, Luis, Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman. Like the movie Fucking, is like uh, what's his what's his dick too? Uh, who who we forgetting? Fucking Vigo? Oh, Vigo Mortensen. Vigo. He has a small role wow. in it too. Okay, I need to see James, this movie. Way. This movie is fantastic, and it's ending. The last twenty minutes will pucker up your butthole. Ooh, it is. It is. It's well done. It's, it's so good. Okay. It's very well okay, done. Okay, okay. It's very underrated film. Yeah, yeah. it top looks top tier. Top tier De Palma. Nice. It looks. It's. It's underrated just because like you immediately compare it to Scarface. Okay, immediately. Like, almost immediately. Yeah. And like for some reason, every time I keep thinking, like push it to the limit keeps going in my head. I'm like, that's Carly does, but it's not. It's Scarface. It's Scarface. <laughs> it's 100 percent Scarface. But and then it doesn't help that uh, Vice City, yeah, was very much a take on Scarface. But one of the lead characters yeah. is a cocaine snorting lawyer who is very much Sean Penn from Carly does Way. Way. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, Vice City was very much a, an amalgamation of both. Of a, a lot, lot of, of things. A lot of 80s A movies. lot of things. Yeah. So all that to say, Carlito's Way, it looks great on 4K. It has, it's one of the rare titles from Arrow that has the 4K with the movie on it, yeah. as well as the Blu-ray with the movie on it. Yeah. Usually it's just one or the other. It's, yeah, yeah. Some great features. Um, Essays? There's one essay ah. and some production notes, some great, <laughs> great poster, great art cards. Nice. Uh, Tony would love the art cards. Oh, yeah, you would. Yes. <laughs> and um, Wait, Tony, did you not get this? I did not. I oh. got the uh, I tried to convince him to get it. I got the limited edition 4K seal. Oh, book. Okay. So okay. it was okay. just like okay. I literally got that special edition. And then this yeah, came out then, like yeah, three months later. I was like, fuck, man, I can't do it. I, mean, I, you I could told, have and then sold I, me the steel book of Carlitos. I way. told him to take. The old Baldwin shuffle. <laughs> I told him to take the case out yeah. from the, the limited yeah. edition and put the steel book in. Sure. <laughs> Swap out the discs. Not made of money. Um, so there's a regular, the regular cover um, that you can buy. And then there's the Arrow Store limited edition oh, the cover. The variant that is the poster art, which oh, is the one that I, I ponied up for. Very nice. Because it looks very nice. Very nice. I bet. But it is, uh, it's a great little set. Um, it was way also like a weird black and white poster. I'm picturing something. There is one. Head. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's, that was the, uh, the backside or the flip side of the interior case. Got it's like it. The way you call it. It's like a blue, bluish black. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cover. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 But it's a, it's a good movie. I know Tony likes it a lot more than I do. Oh, Tony's got a soft spot for Pacino De Palma. It's true. It's true, but um, it's worth the watch, worth the pickup. Nice. I know it's not really a cult movie in the sense of what Arrow usually puts sure, out, but but it's still a solid. It's still a solid entry in their catalog, and yeah, you and know, think- if you buy stuff like this, it'll afford them to make to bring out stuff like fucking shit yeah barbarella and fucking deep red yeah 
I think I think also the way that you you phrased it too is where a lot of people sort of conflate between Scarface and Carlito's way. This kind of becomes the sort of the underdog to it, the mm. the less spoken about, the less. He's more he's more humane. I wouldn't say he plays the same character, but no. he's less maniacal. Yeah, yeah. Right? But just even the how Dave was, you know, like pushing to the limit gets swapped in yeah. his head between the two. Like this well, seems to be out, like they came the, out fairly, fairly. They came like, out that's within what ten years of each other, as yeah. it being maybe not a cult classic per se, but it is sort of like the lesser. I don't want to say it's a lesser film, but it's the lesser hype of the, the le- two. Yeah, the, the lesser, lesser the less yeah. known. The less, yeah, the, the lesser not even known. the lesser known. The lesser watched. Yeah. Like if you're gonna pick between Scarface and Carlito's way, you're probably you're gonna watch Scarface. Gonna pick Scarface, yeah, right. Yeah. So and like when I talk, when I'm it. talking exactly to your point, mm. when I'm remembering things, I'm remembering Scarface. I'm not remembering Carlito's way, right? Yeah. But so the, I think the narration's I, fucking goofy. His narration's a little bit goofy, <laughs> but like that last that that that, yes, the that last, last monologue is, is fucking yes. The last bit is good. But the rest of the movie, I don't know about the rest right. of the dialogue. It's because he has a very he's uh, he has a Puerto Rican accent, right? Yeah, like it's it's very much an act, and that's the other thing. He's a gangster. He's just he's he's he's, he's for he's from Puerto Rico, Spanish. somewhat yeah. Spanish. He he's has kind of, he tries to get out, an out and they get pulled back in. Uh, it's, like it's very the, much the, yeah, yeah, all, very an much amalgamation like of things, an amalgamation yeah. of like everything you think of with Pacino. Yeah. Got it. Right, yeah. but he's just more subdued, more more yeah. Corleone, more Corleone, less Montana, Ooh, less Montana. Yeah, yeah, less like, heat. Like early Corleone, not <laughs> yeah. not fucking no, Godfather, it's not, heat. God, not yeah. Godfather three Corleone. Yeah, yeah, we don't. Yeah, we, yeah, it's good. You should definitely check it out. I want. I've been meaning to to watch it. I nice. want to see it again. I watched it yeah. religiously when I was in high school. Uh, literally back to back with Scarface. <laughs> what? That's, That's a whole lot. day. That's five and a half hours. Yeah, Jesus. Two and a half hours. Fuck, man! Like it's, Scarface is long. Scarface buddy. is like three hours. Isn't I love it? two fifty. Two fifty. Dude, when we saw that in the Jesus, Christ, like it just keeps going. That's so good. It's so good. I loved it in theater, but I I, I just love it. Come back Pelican. He's uh You look like you haven't been fucked in a year. He fucking shows up in uh we didn't talk about it, but he shows up in Knox Goes Away, the Michael Keaton one. Oh yeah, he does. Oh, Michael yeah. Keaton's best friend and his fucking Al Pacino. Oh, great. Dude, I shit you not. It plays out like an extended Law and Order episode. Al Pacino's in a tub at one point eating chi- uh Chinese food and drinking red wine with like his like girl, incredible. Like just doing her nails by him in the tub. Incredible. Like, it's it's only Al Pacino could pull off a scene oh, yeah. like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Carlito's Way. It's out this Arrow week. Arrow 4K. Arrow 4K. You should pick it up. Love it. I love that. Oh, I'm so happy for the return. Mm. Thanks for bringing it back. You're welcome. It's been a bit. Thank Arrow. Because they Thank gave it to, they said it to me you know, a week early. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thanks, Arrow. Thanks for bringing back our favorite segment. It's been so long. Um, I think this was great. Anyone have any final notes? I mean, we already kind of talked about the white writer strike having a tentative deal, so hopefully that'll be an officially full deal by the time this comes out on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good news. That's very good. It's news. A good piece of news. It's the high holidays to- holiday tomorrow, so ah. they can't. Uh, they probably just signed the deal and then went went to go nap. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. sleep. Yeah. Or whatever. Makes sense. They needed to do. So there we go. Mm-hmm. 
So we're uh, back on our regular scheduled programming. We are back on our bullshit. So in two weeks, we're back yeah. with some more. Yes, sir. We're going to be talking about some Halloween stuff, I think, by then. Yes, two sir. weeks puts us firmly into October. October. Maybe, you'll, maybe you'll watch some movies. Uh, excuse me. Did you see my letterbox this week? You watched the entirety of the Shrek franchise the and Puss and Puss. Entirety of it. Did you like Last Wish? Uh, I did. I still, I, I, you know, looking at the letterbox reviews of the first Puss in Boots, people didn't really like that movie. Yeah, I did. I thought it was great. <laughs> I had a really good time with it. And maybe it's just because like people saw it earlier on and like I saw it much, much later. Um, I liked it more than The Last Wish, but not by much. And I here's my reasoning behind it. I get very, very briefly. You saw The Last Wish. I have. You've seen The Last Wish? Okay. When was when 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 did you see the first Puss in Boots? When it first came out. You haven't seen it since. Not since. Okay. So I watched Puss in Boots. And then Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, back to back. That would do it. The art style change was a jarring thing. Yeah, I could believe it. That took a lot to wrap my head around for the moment. And then I remembered that this came out in 2022 and I went, all right, Spider-Man is a thing now and everybody's doing the same shit. So got it. And then I understood where it was going and then it was fine. And once I got sort of past that, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. But like the art style is so jarringly different that... It's just odd at first. Um, story's great. I think the the meanings are great in it, but like th- the jokes felt slightly weaker in The Last Wish than they did in just Puss in Boots 1. Well, it's I also it. more of a drama too. Very much so. Yeah. But uh, I will John say, Mulaney's the villain. <laughs> I will say, uh, A, John Mulaney, great. Uh, the Jiminy Cricket thing, the Jiminy Stewart Thing. Oh yeah, the Jimmy Stewart. Uh, Fucking yeah. so good. The best. And it's like I don't it, the, the voice actor is just I think he's like part of the animation studio. So but too. like you're evil. It's so, Tony, it's like it's worth it just for the jokes that that, that character is written for. It's so good. So so good. I'll get there. Um, you really need to. But anyway, yeah. I watched them get all. Ninja Turtles first. That's I have true. a lot of opinions on a lot of Shrek movies, and I also watched Ninja Turtles recently as well. So we got to talk. We got to give out a fucking Ninja Turtles review. We have uh, we had a fan who uh, yeah sent a message to Dave being like, "Yo, where the fuck's our Ninja so, Turtles review?" I think friend of the podcast, Stefan. I think all right, Stefan. I appreciate that, and I appreciate the call out for it. I think next episode we will have. We're gonna have to talk about some we'll, Ninja Turtles. We'll I got to talk Ninja about Turtles. some Shrek. Yeah. And, gonna be watching uh, like ten thousand spooky shit between now and then. For and sure. I got a lot of spooky shit coming down my you pipeline. Watch the Shrek well. Halloween special. You should. You might yeah, well. I think I'm probably gonna watch one. the Shrek Halloween special. <laughs> Do the Christmas one too. It's good. Ah, the Christmas one. It's yeah. Tony. How many? Buddy, I got the box set downstairs. It comes with the fucking musical. It yeah, comes with the four yeah, of them. Yeah, All yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah, happy yeah, horse yeah. shit, happy hand job, yeah. fucking holiday <laughs> specials. Happy hand job. <laughs> Excellent. I love this. Fine, I'll watch all of it. I will be Shrek the Fourth is so Shrek Four is so bad. No, it was three. Three was the bad one, and then it came back for the fourth one, and the fourth one's Bagel. a little bit. We will we will talk about we that. We will regale. More. I I have lots of thoughts. Cool. Shrek two is almost untouchable though. It's great. Shrek True. one is damn near fucking Shrek perfect. One is very good too. All right. Well all right. anyway, we got our homework. Thanks everyone. We'll see you in two weeks. Oh. All the best. <laughs>